Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization, and they had a new member. And I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person, so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings. And it turned out that that person was really, really nice. And I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or or something else, which made them seem aloof. But they were nice, and they befriended other people in the organization, and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge. And it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally, when I apply these things to my life, sometimes I'll think, now do I want God to judge me that way? Do I want other people to judge me that way? And so I reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages I'm reading. And it feels much more personal to me. And I realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you've read or movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. The first portion of this podcast is called Sheep Christians. It's from a post that I put on a blog I felt led to create called Types of Christians. You can find that at HTTPS colon double backslash types of Christians, T-Y-P-E-S-O-F-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. The passage that I have related to type uh, sheep Christians is called is from John chapter 10 verses 1 through 18. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, He goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, and a stranger will they not follow, but they will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This this parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come 
that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so I knoweth the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay down of myself, lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down. And I have power to take it again. This commandment I have received of my father. And again, that was from John chapter 10, verses 1 through 8. Jesus answered them, I told you and believe, and ye believe not the words that I do. Oh, this is some more. Um, it's from John 10, verses 25 through 30. So I skipped down to this other part that pertained to it. I'm going to start it again. Jesus answered them, I told you when ye believe not the words that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give it unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my father are one. John 10, verse 25-30. Wow, there are so many wonderful comparisons that Jesus makes in this passage that I'm afraid that I might leave some out. If I do, please forgive me. This is what this passage means to me, although I realize others may interpret it differently. Jesus is speaking of the sheep as Christians, his people. People who want to lead Christians which are his people astray, aren't going to do it in a forthright manner. They aren't going to come through the front door and say, I'm here to deceive you and lead you astray. Follow me and you're bound to lose your salvation. If the Christians would know better than to follow them, they would stay with the rest of the sheep, knowing that Jesus, their shepherd, would always protect them and lead them to salvation. Instead, people want to lead Christians astray, doing it in a much more subtle manner, like the robber who sneaks in to steal the sheep. They work slyly trying to deceive Christians by making them believe that they are doing the will of God. So sad. True Christians stay focused on Jesus and his will for us, as shown in the Bible. That way we will know Jesus' voice and will be led astray by others who profess to be followers of his, but aren't. God the Father gave us to Jesus to be his sheep, and Jesus and God the Father are one. Jesus is dedicated to protecting us like a shepherd who protects his sheep, from wolves. A shepherd would give his life to save his sheep, just as Jesus gave his life to save us from our sinful nature. Those who deceive Christians are going to run for the hills when they see the wolves coming, or they will, or when we stop giving them the money or the things they want from us. As long as we listen to our shepherd's voice as sheep Christians, Jesus will keep us from being misled. Here's a related passage. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. That's from Matthew 7, verse 15. 
I do want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence that God has made on my faith walk with Christ, this may not reflect the whole meaning of the Bible passages that I share with you. The next part of it is get around to it, Christian. The passage I have from it is also from John chapter 10, but this is from, this is from verses 37 and 38. If I do not the words of my father, believe me not. But if I do, though ye believe not me, believe the works that ye may know and believe that the father is in me and I in him. It amazes me. The Israelites were told for generations that there would be a Savior, and they waited for him all those days. When Jesus the Savior did come, they didn't believe him. Now, you might be able to understand why they might not believe him just because he tells them that he's the Savior. I guess I could have been a little skeptical at that point as well. Jesus knows they are doubtful and, and does major miracles like making people see who had been blind from birth, making the lame walk, bringing the dead back to life, taking water and making it into wine, taking a little bread and a few fish and making it feed thousands. He did major miracles so people would realize he isn't just any man who is saying that he is the Savior. He, is, he really is the Savior. His miracles and his actions attested to this, but still people don't believe him. We have record in the Bible of all the great things that Jesus did and said, but he gives us a choice. Do you believe him? I hope for your sake you do. Or you are a get around to it Christian, wait, or are you a get around Christian waiting until the last minute to make that commitment? Lots to be prayerful about. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages that I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.